The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We missed you guys last week. We're very happy to be back. We got a super exciting show today with uh, the incredibly talented Anna Maria Horsford. And uh, then we have Isabella Karnstein and Michael Corvus coming on after that from the Chateau. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, let's start saying hi to everybody, which would start off with our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Back it, back it to be happy. Really, you know, happy, happy to be back. Uh, I missed my show last week. We had a little thing that we had to do, and it was a private matter. And of course, we're back. So we're happy to be here. Yes, we are. And our guest today, I've got to tell you before she comes on, I have loved her work since I was like thirty or what. I mean, I'm not aging her, but back when my I lived on Long Island, and my daughter was about seven and the other one was about three this gal made us laugh when she played the, the little girl who was so in love with the bishop remember i forgot the name of the show anna will tell us i loved that show i felt so sorry for her she was so pathetic so in love with him well finally at the end of the seasons when the show was over she married him it's a wonderful show i wish they'd put it on repeat anyway anna is in real life Oh, so warm, so loving. I met her at a party uh, that uh, Sean Kanan threw with Michelle, his wife. It's an Emmy at, party. An Emmy the... party up at the penthouse above uh, Roosevelt Hotel rooftop. The rooftop of the Roosevelt Hotel. And it was instant friendship. We sat there holding hands for hours, just adoring her and, and each other. She's a kind, warm, sensitive woman. And it shows in her humor. Her humor is innocent and gentle. She's a fine actress, and I'm really thrilled and so excited to have her on our show. I've waited a long time. You know, we met her about a year ago uh, or close to it. Anyway, Anna will be here soon. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you can also see we have uh, Astro sitting in the middle, mm -hmm. uh, hanging out with us. And the reason why I'm nautical, because I'm in a Long Island frame of mind. Jimmy and I have made it public, and we have announced that within the next 18 months, we are moving back to Hampton, Long Island. Uh, that's my home. I feel at my age, which I'll be 82 in May, I should return to where I was born. In the event I croak, my dear friends, since I know forever, don't have to fly to California to come to my memorial. I'll be there. All they do is hop in their car. And they drive a little distance. But seriously, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> no, I love long island very much it's a very beautiful place 
I hate the winter. I hate January and February. So Jimmy and I will be coming back to L.A. quite often to see our dear friends and Miss Sue Wong, who I adore. Um, and to make movies. And to make movies. So it's like today, no one lives really in one place. We sleep in one place for a length of time, but we travel all over, especially in our business. Uh, so that's the that's a big news break. There you go. So we also have a chat room filled with people starting to fill up. Let's say hi. What's up? Backpack John is in the chat room. Hey, Backpack. Teresa Sabin was in the chat room, and then she said she'll be right back. Uh, she had to go to the bathroom. Uh, Jimmy's there from the Dick and Jimmy Dick and Jimmy show. Hey, uh, Jim. Um, I think that you guys are going to have a lot of fun today with our guest. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, oops. Well, on, you know, she's a Anna Maria is a religious lady, so we're not going to be profound or nasty. You know how we get sometimes a little risque we're going to keep it very intelligent because she's an intelligent lady and we don't want to in any way embarrass her and you guys know her from the wayan brothers and uh was the, the bold the and the show? beautiful what, uh, that she was in love with the bishop i don't know because i don't know if i ever and he saw was cute that. the bishop he was a good looking guy so everybody used to swoon from him and we only wanted him to notice her in that poor little pathetic part that she played he never gave her a tumble he didn't even know she was there and she would i don't even know what you're talking about oh it's I a wonderful show i loved <laughs> i wish that show was in rerun instead of Nine Thousand hogan heroes i mean really that show should definitely come back if they can get it and put it on rerun it would be as charming today as it was back in the 19 late 1970s maybe or early 80s it was all fun. Lots of uh, one of the other things that I'm sure we'll talk about. I, and she must have been younger when it was in. She was in the fan with Lauren Bacall and James Garner and Maureen Stapleton. Michael Bean, who's been on our show. Hector Elizondo. He's from uh, Pretty Woman. Oh, Anna's um, been around. Yeah, she's got everything. And one of my favorite things that she is in, though, is a Medea Christmas, the Tyler Perry Medea Christmas. Out of all the modern Christmas movies, that's one of my absolute favorites. So, so we're going to have a good time. She's, Lady Lake she's just very joined. interesting. And I know you're going to fall in love with her the way I did. Cindy Lady Lake just joined us, too. So hello, Cindy. Welcome to the show. Hope you are Cindy, well. what's going on, baby? And um, what else happened? So oh, and we wa we watch. Do we watch anything cool? Not really, right? Only that wonderful period. We finished piece. the Gilded Age ended oh God, on, and we so we missed that. That Gilded Age is fantastic. On it's, HBO it's as good Max. As, it's as good as Downton Abbey. Now we have nothing to watch, though, because no, it's another I mean, season's not coming. <laughs> all my friends, everybody I know there said, oh, my God, it's over. How are we going to live till next season? Uh, it's that good. Wonderful performances by those actresses and actors. They're all supreme people. I, Cindy I will love that I one. I couldn't find one fault. The gowns, the costumes, my God, they're incredible. They're the quality of what Su Wang does. I mean, really, it's an incredibly beautiful show, well-written, well-spoken, and not po political. So it's, it's just a joy to watch. Watch it next season or catch up on the reruns now. Binge, binge it. Also, I mean, we want to welcome Dawn just joined us. Hey, Dawn, how are you? Um, she just joined us. She said she's here. Did you, uh, you have a white watch on today? Yeah, I have a white, you know, the, the, the forties watch white. Like I want to look very Long Island, uh, East Hampton. And this is how we look at East Hampton. It's very nautical because everybody has sailing boats. Of course, it's Long Island and it's at its narrowest, narrowest point. So to get across from East to, uh, no, from what is it? What is that? I forgot. Uh, east to West. North, north to east, right? It goes north to east, very narrow, but from east to west, 157 miles long. It's a beautiful island. 
cluttered with people, outrageously expensive. So if you're thinking of moving there, get ready to spend a million or more. And it's and taxes are outrageous on Long Island. My friends complain. Some people are paying up to thirty-two thousand dollars a year in taxes on their homes. I mean, it's just stupid. If you could buy like a, a nice house, say a house for like five hundred thousand, we'll say you're going to pay about six thousand, seven thousand tax, which is crazy. So it's really a, a a hard place to live unless you make a lot of money. And since Jimmy doesn't pay me ever. In the, in the 14 years I'm on his show, he's going to have to pay the taxes. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I'm a poor man. I have nothing. I own nothing. I have nothing. I'm just, I live off my social security check. I'm just a poor man. Very poor. So we should do a little ad thing so I can get it out of the way. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Number one, I would love it if everybody would go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for the show. Um, I never really noticed that we didn't have a ton of reviews, so I've been trying to push for it in social media. I think we have about 400 and something, you know, reviews and we have all five star reviews except for one. So ever whoever left that one review a couple of years ago was a hater. <laughs> and the reason I'm drinking so much, I had gorgonzola for lunch, which I love gorgonzola. But boy, does that make you thirsty? Woo. So you can hear the show, you guys, on iHeartRadio. Gorgonzola is a cheese. Yes, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. Check it out on all the different platforms. And if you have an, uh, an Apple Podcast or iTunes account, please leave us a good review uh, for the show on there. We'd and appreciate it. I had it. no idea. You know, we're, I'm amazed at what happens on this show. I never knew that we did a billion downloads. Jimmy told me I didn't ever know. I would never know nothing. Now I just found out that that Jimmy puts his clients in over eighty-five magazines. Am I right with the number? Yep. Imagine that. So if you're a about sixty podcasts, if you're a client of Eileen Shapiro and Jimmy Starr, you will be in over eighty five magazines those are just the ones we write for then there's other ones that right, we get people in that for. we don't they, write they, they for will, they will critique your work they could make you or break you of course but they'll make you absolutely so i was amazed to find that out and all the other publications that they belong to big shot at publications yes it's fun you gotta enjoy it i'm very impressed you know sometimes i underestimate jimmy because i really don't pay attention you know when you live with somebody you're so busy complaining that you have no time to listen <laughs> you look super cute today though. i am super cute for 81 almost 82 82 it's coming up it's coming up in two months i'll be 82 woo, woo, woo. imagine you gotta like it mm. oh and we're going to la tomorrow you guys to have dinner with uh marcel, with blinds marcel waltz and his husband dominic, dominic. marcel waltz is the the producer director director uh producer also producer director of that fabulous movie called blind that I read about boy. with that performance by uh, uh, Sarah French. Uh, there's a position open now in my book because the person that was supposed to play Sylvia cannot make it. Uh, so now I'm thinking of asking Sarah French to replace that character. Sarah is a, a tremendous actress, and I have all the confidence in the world in her. And I know that she'll make Sylvia, who's a selfish, arrogant, lying bitch, uh, a great performance. I think Sarah can handle it. Absolutely. I have to ask her. She hasn't said any. She doesn't really know anything about it. You guys know about it before she does. But I love Sarah French and Lorene Landon. I mean, these are two actresses that you will not find 
in, in the biggest of Hollywood movies today. These girls should only be in A movies. That's how wonderful their work is. And of course, Marcel is the most fantastic director. I'm in one of his films that will be coming up soon called The Bride. And I cannot wait to be uh, directed by Marcel Waltz. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. So everything is good, you guys, and, and life is good. And even though we missed a week, we're happy to be back. And you guys are going to love our first guest, who I think is getting ready to come in now. because well, I, 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 You know what? I have to be honest, folks. I can't bluff you. I went in to have a test, a urologist test. And my urologist said, Ron, there's a spot on your uh, bladder. And whether it's cancerous or not, I don't care. I want it out. So they went in and they burnt it out. Now it's out being tested to see if it's malignant. malignant. And then we'll know. If it's malignant, it's no big deal. Because at my age, everybody gets a cancer spot somewhere. You know, cancer is there. We cannot deny it. But you know me. <clears throat> I didn't care. Had a surgery on Wednesday, went out to the uh, uh, Sky Club the next day to a red carpet event. Jimmy couldn't believe that how I could do that after a surgery. But, you know, I, I will not miss a performance or an event if I can avoid walk. it. If I can walk or crawl, I'll get there. So now we're going to bring in our guest. Yes. It looks like she's I'm excited. here. I'm too. excited. Hi. Hey. hey, darling, Ron, I just have to tell you, cancer, no cancer, you're not going anywhere. You're the bionic man. You're the $6 million man, okay? Hey, I've got more plastic in me. Wait, I've got more plastic in me than a Ken doll. Hey, uh, <laughs> hang, hang on one second. How Is there a way to turn her down a little yeah, bit? Lower, uh, lower. Or do I need to change it on our end, well, Roxy? Wait Hang a minute. On. I have my tech crew here, too. Can you turn me down? <laughs> Just a little throw, bit. Yeah, throw water on me. Uh, there we go. At least, at least we won't have you to know, worry I, about it. Everybody I, I have got you. to say something, and this is no baloney. Yeah. You are one of the most beautiful black women I know. And I'm comparing you to Lily McLeod, my dear friend. Who, I don't know if you know who she is. Another I think I do know her name. Well, Lily big is, singer, big singer. Lily is like 55. She looks, uh -huh. she looks 25. She's the most beautiful black girl you ever saw. And also my other friend, who's Cece Peniston, finally. You know yeah. Cece. Another, yes, girl, another, gorgeous, another gorgeous girl. So we're surrounded Hold on, by, we have to introduce her, though. But I will. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're surrounded right. by beautiful women always, is what I want to say. You're, like, so gorgeous, though, so here we go. I love, her. I love her so much. She knows uh, The chat room, they're already saying, all right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show the wonderfully talented and gorgeous Anna Maria Horsford. Hello, and welcome and to the show. Funny and funny. Hello, and welcome to you, the two nicest men I've met well, in a long time. Anna, a long time. It. Anna, like I said prior to your getting on, I what was the name of that show where you were in love with the bishop? Uh, the bishop. You have given me more religion than anybody ever. <laughs> no, no, no. You career. remember the one he, where you were? You I know were, he was a minister. A minister. The bishop is Catholic and all of that. Um, uh, amen. Amen. I wish they would bring it back in reruns. I'm so sick of looking at Hogan's Heroes every night. <laughs> I mean, I, lo I love that show. You were so pathetic in that show. You were so in love with him. And he didn't even know you existed. And I used to get so angry. I used to say, she's beautiful. 
people. She's but in love guess with you. Who got him in the long run. You know, there men you never go. take what they're supposed but to. And at the end of the show, you married him, and I was so happy. Yes, yes, yes. But I want I will have a little surprise for you. The man who's responsible for this, outside of my daddy, is a gentleman that I met with you, and he insisted on painting my face today and coming to say hello. Tony Walker. I love Tony. Uh, what's up? Another handsome guy. Hey, Tony, Tony, what's up? Hey, Tony, come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Come in. Now, it, girls, is he not handsome or what? Yeah. And you guys, oh, stop it. Stop I wish it. I had his teeth. Uh, it is such a pleasure, Mr. Starr and Mr. Russell, to see you again. The pleasure I'm seeing you again. Of, like you said, she is absolutely one of the most beautiful black women in the world with no additives. And, <laughs> this and, is all and, her. You know, uh, and, and what you see is what you get. Yes. No, for real. And, and she speaks and listen, very highly of you all since well, meeting you. Well, how could she, she loves not? you. I, and I can tell she loves you because she called me over to do her up for and, you. And you made, you made her look like, you made her look young. You made her look young. You made her look about 30. So this must be special. She oh, good. She looks about And wishing 30. the best of fortune. Oh, yes, for sure. And, and anyone out there, you, listen. Some man that, think it's wait, so wait, it is. If you to... think that cancer is something that's going to keep you bound, it will. No, I don't have cancer. It was a spot. Listen, oh, I want to say something. If you can afford him and having a wedding and you want to look as good as Anna, I would suggest you get this guy to paint your face. To, as we said in the trade, beat your face. Well, unfortunately, I would, must say I, I, I'm, I'm in the business of, I'm more so in the business of music now. I know um, that. I was yes, going to promote and... that. You guys, Tony Walk is one of the best singers, uh, yeah, R&B yeah. soul singers you will ever hear. You can follow him at Instagram at, what's your Instagram? Um, the Real Sir Tony is the beauty page, and The Real Tony Walk is the music page. The Real Tony yeah. Walk. All right, now the get off Tony our screen. We and he enough. is so good. <laughs> we, we want Anna. We want Anna. Tony, we, we love Anna. you. You're so talented. I love you. I love you. I Thank you. Tony, Thank I look you. forward to seeing you again, Tony. You guys, I'm not joking. Tony Walk is a real singer. Yeah. And I know that we have a lot of music enthusiasts who listen to the show, so please look him up because he's super-duper talented. That's why I get so angry when I'm around some people that are sort of racist and they oh. say cruel things about black people. I stand up and I say, you assholes. Have you any idea how many wonderful black people there are in this world? Music, everything you sing and dance to is a black person. Half <laughs> of the fashion you wear is a black designer. The yes. fuck? Oops, I'm sorry. What the oh. hell is wrong with you, you stupid bastards? <laughs> I mean, what is wrong with these people today? What is well, going on? I, yeah, I think it's a word called ignorance. Yeah, I think it goes. No, I think know. it goes beyond ignorance. I think it's taught evil. Oh, it's it taught at be. home. It it's taught be. at home as they grow up. It's it's called taught evil. You, yeah. Their parents taught them this. We yeah. children do not have. I never saw color as a kid because I had all colored kids in my block. See, I still call them yeah. colored. Um, I Where are you in, from, I, Ron? Brooklyn. Oh, oh, Give yeah. Give me a break. Okay. My, all my best friends He's were, from Brooklyn. My I've, black uh, friend. Oh, my. I mean, I grew up with black people. I was in their homes. Yeah. I never saw the color. I swear to God, Anna, yeah. on my kids, I never saw color until now, I became an be adult. you vampire from Brooklyn as good as you look. <laughs> yeah, he's like a vampire. Well, yes. I, I was born in 1940 in but Brooklyn. But you look so good. I swear well, to you. I swear I, to you, I, I, I don't know I, if Jimmy gave I, you something to drink. No, I'm not I sure eat well. No, I, I, you know what? He doesn't do any drugs. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs, and I don't drink. 
maybe that's a champagne. It. And that's I eat it. well. I'm not a red meat eater. I eat a lot of good pastas and stuff. I, I, I believe you are what you eat. I do yeah. believe in that. I do. I do. But anyway, glad to be here with you all. I'm, I'm so, so happy sorry. to be here. In the chat room, they're all talking about how wonderful you look and how oh, the colors you. and everything go. So you're like looking oh, fabulous. Oh, she dresses beautifully. The night at, at the, the rooftop party at the Roosevelt. Oh, oh she yes. was absolutely stunning. She was so that's where we met her. Sparkling yes. away. And yes. I spotted her and I said, oh, my God, Jimmy, look who's here. He said, who? <laughs> I said, I don't know her name. I said, but I love her. He said, how could you love her if you don't know her name? I said, I don't know her name. All I know is she was that pathetic broad with that love, was in love with the priest or whatever he was. <laughs> so the name Jimmy, of the show wait. is Amen. The name of the yeah, show is on Cozy TV. It's on Cozy TV. Yeah, it. somebody just posted it up. You guys so, can watch it on Cozy Jimmy, TV. Jimmy thought I was crazy. I said, Jimmy, I love her. Oh, I have to go over and talk to her. Well, I thought she might be a snobby person like a lot of them are. You know, think who the hell they are when they're in the business this long and they're that good of an actress. And I went over and I found, oh my God, I found an open heart. I found a woman who was so kind and sweet and sincere and honest. I spent my entire evening holding her hand. Did. Did. I didn't network. I didn't interview anybody. I ignored all the stars that were there. Yeah. No, and I just gave Anna all of my attention because she's so worth it. And I'm not blowing smoke up anybody's butt because no, no, Ron no, Russell doesn't do that. And, you I know, think so. Sometimes you meet people at parties and you say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you move on. And you move on. And I swear to you, you two were so kind that we spend the evening at that table just talking about your career, about Jimmy, about the show. Um, our two friends, uh, Sean Kagan, and Michelle, yeah, right. and beautiful, which I'm yes. so happy to see him on that and studio city. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you see, I believe, I really believe that we, God gives us all the talent and we can choose to use it or not use it. If you use it, you meet all the people in the world that Absolutely. you're supposed to learn and, uh, from and who you have to teach something to. And we got we got the message that night our faiths were coming together coming i can together. i can cut it short they used to say water seeks its level ah and we yes. certainly sought our level because yeah. we're talented people we're intelligent people we like are fun. we are people <laughs> we we are no more than people right. nothing more than people right. sexuality color religion right. we're none of that we are just people just human beings. So period. I want to brag a and little. Wait a minute. And I think that's what connected was the fact that we were all on the same page, that we all just loved the other human. And yes. I swear to you, I was so disappointed when you weren't coming on. I said, oh, Jimmy, but I'm happy she's working. Folks, she couldn't come on because she got a television show. No, she was shooting The Bitch Who Stole Christmas with RuPaul. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now I'm now I'm glad that she's here. Jimmy, so hold on, I'm going to brag. Wait, wait, Jimmy, brag. brag okay, I'm going to do lady. some bragging. Okay, so first of all, you guys, if, if you're a soapy, you would recognize Anna from The Bold and the Beautiful because she was on it for a very long time, 77 episodes according to IMDb, which might not be wrong because sometimes they do – they messed that up. But she's not only a huge television actress, she's a huge movie actress. She's worked with everybody. I only wrote down a few of the things that she's done because there's so many you can't do them all. And I want to give a, a shout out because she's on she was on Studio City with Sean and Michelle Kanan, since they're very dear friends of ours. Um, she was also on an episode of Hacks with Gene Smart, which I think is one of the best like I love shows Gene on Smart. TV. I love Gene that was Smart. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. But you guys 
the the best of the modern Christmas movies to come out in the last 15 years is a Medea Christmas with Tyler Perry and Chad Michael Murray and Alicia Witt and James Roke and Tika Sumter and Kathy Najimy. I mean, it's a great, it's a, such a great show and you were so great in it. Thank um, you. So you got a Medea Christmas, you guys. My in, a Minority Report with Tom Cruise. Um, you've got Friday, which she's in Friday and uh, you're in all the Fridays, right? Just two of them. Okay, the first two Fridays, Gridiron Gang, which I like sports movies, so like I love Gridiron oh. Gang with The Rock and Exhibit. Um, along came a spider, kissed a girl, set it off. Dear yeah. God with Greg Kinnear, Mr. Jones with Richard Gere, Lena Olin, Ang Bancroft, and Delroy Lindo. I mean, so, who else? Hang on, St. Elmo's Fire, because that's a big one for me, because that's like my generation, because I was like the Brat Pack generation, so it has all the Brat Pack. One Fine Day with George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, the Bitch Who Stole Christmas Lee, just came out. Smart. Yeah. yeah, you go, Christopher. Class with Jacqueline Bissett, Andrew, Andrew McCarthy, and Rob Lowe, and Chris Robertson, and John Cusack. The Fan with Lauren Bacall, James Garner, uh, Maureen Stapleton, Michael Bean, who's been on our show, Hector Elizondo. Um, she's she's also been on a ton of TV shows, Wayne Brothers, Entourage, Bernie Mac Show, Judge and Amy, Moesha, The District. She's got a new series now, Be Positive, and Jim Beaver is a friend of ours. We actually oh. met him at an event, and he goes to a lot of red carpet events we invite him to. And he and his wife are friends of ours. And so tell us a little. So, you guys, this is her new series. It's called Be Positive. I think I saw it's on Thursday nights, maybe. Is that right? Well, it was. Yeah, we just finished our last episode last week with Ben Vereen. And, oh, wow. Uh, Anna Lee. Anna Lee Ashford. She's the girl that got the Tony. And yes. she came out to Hollywood. And is she not the nicest, most talented human being? Chuck Lorre produced the show. I like and, love it. Um, Linda Lavin is in it too. Yeah, I wrote down Linda, Linda Lavin. Linda Lavin. Oh, I met yeah. her a thousand years ago. Do you ago. know Linda? I met her in New York. She was doing, I believe, Gypsy or something in, on the road. I, I'm not very certain about it. Yeah. She's about she's about two feet tall. She's yeah. about a size less than zero, <laughs> but has a mouth on her like a real New Yorker. Yeah. I loved yeah. her. Yeah. I had the best time with Linda. I like so love look it. at Jim, right? Yes, yeah, Jim is a nice man. And Hector, Hector came to an acting class that I was in when I was seventeen years old, and I followed his career. And the greatest glory is to see somebody, uh, to work with somebody that you met before you got into the, the business. business. I love it. Yeah, I have to say, really, I'm always a fan of his because my actual my when I was single and I would go wait, on. Can I say something? No, 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 because no. no wait, before I forget, I'm old. <laughs> I met, I met. Um, see, I forgot. It's terrible oh, being 82. Almost. No, so uh, so wait my minute. I met Christopher Walken before oh. he was an actor. We both rode the subway from New York to Astoria. We were living at the time in Astoria, Queens. His aunt used to bake all my birthday cakes. It was Walken's Bakery on the corner. Oh. And I knew Chris back then. I'm dying to run into him to see him again. Go ahead, Jim. Well, you have okay. to go back to New York because he. I met him at Lee Grant's party. Oh, Lee very, Grant very is a good nice friend man. of another. Yeah, Lee Grant, I, I've never met, but I could have. She's a friend of my friend Sandy Harmon, who wrote the book about Elvis Presley. Oh, she's the mother in The Exorcist. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She's also a good oh. friend of Lainey Kazan's. <clears throat> right. No, she was a she's a wonderful director. In fact, I worked. She directed me in the piece that um, what's her name? Oh my God, that girl, uh, Danny Mar Thomas's Marlo, Marlo Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, so she got the Emmy for it too. It was I wonderful. like love it. So Have with Hector, I've been the luckiest woman in the world to work with all of these people. 
I think you're lucky no, because you've worked has, hard. No, 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 no. <laughs> luck has nothing to do with it. Let's say talent had okay. everything to do with it. Thanks. You know who's lucky? A few crappy actors out there that really stink. <laughs> but that, but that's, but that's not you. You have Thank talent. You. you know you. what? You know what's nice about you? What I love about you? Your simplicity. You're not involved. You're not tinsel. You're not as put on. You're no. so simple and yes. charming that it, it goes right to the heart. It's an arrow to the heart. And that's what I found about you was the fact that you were not Hollywood or no. a star. No, you are a star, but you don't no, act no, like a no. star. I mean, I mean, I, that's <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. The star. The star, I should have said. And so, I tell you, one of the highlights in my career was working with uh, Billy Porter. Oh, I love in it. Pose. Oh, in Pose, yes. Pose, yeah. We actually yeah. met Billy Porter. We have a friend named Billy. Billy is a sweetie. Uh, I like him David, so much. David, uh, we have a friend who's a singer. Now I forgot. David David Raleigh is a singer in love New York, David and we went Raleigh. to his album release party when we lived there, and, and Billy Porter was there, and that was really like when what he was a, a famous. A nice fella. That was when he was like famous, but now he's like blown up to be like the biggest, you know, star in the world practically, yeah. but he, he was, was he, he was, was so nice. He was a nice guy. We sat most of the Loved evening it. with him. Do you know Raleigh? No, not no. he. No. Oh, you should listen to Raleigh's music. David Raleigh, he's fabulous. David Raleigh. Wait, I want to go back though. I want to go well, back to my. he's another black. He's another black. I want to go back to my. Oh, is he? Fabulous. Oh, he's fabulous. Okay. Yeah, he's a singer. He's a nightclub singer in all the chicest places in New York, and he oh, sings okay. a wonderful song that I love. Something yeah. blue. Yeah, I forgot the oh, name I of forgot it. The we song. have all his albums. Hey, I want to go back to Hector Elizondo because. Yes. Um. So when I was single, I always made Pretty Woman is my favorite movie of all time. Um, and I would always make everybody who I went on a date with watch Pretty Woman because if they didn't, because if they didn't like Pretty Woman, I would be like, we could. It's, it's funny too because Ron doesn't like Pretty Woman, that's, but that's why he married me because uh, he could never get me. But Pretty Woman is I would my never watch the movie. Pretty Woman is my favorite movie of all time. Julia Roberts is like just my favorite. I don't know. There's just something Wait, the about her. The reason I never watched that movie is I know so many people that know Julia Roberts, and they said she's not nice. <laughs> And I and that sticks in my brain. And when I look at her now, I just think of her as not a nice person to work with or to know. And you know, people should really beha behave. You're in the business of oh, people hey, seeing don't. you. Don't show them who you really are. Well, I love you know. Hector Elizondo because of that. And now I watch everything that he's in. But because he was in Pretty Woman, you know, I, I he basically is the nicest man. And you know what I plan to do with him? I plan to go to his house and archive his photographs and his pictures i really want to do an exhibition of a young puerto rican guy from east harlem that made it in the business he started out as a boxer and then he became a dancer and then acting was the last thing he did and blew up but the nicest most humble man in the world and when I got a chance to work with him, because we did a movie, Dear God, with um, Gary Marshall years ago, a nice Christmas movie, too. So I've been in three Christmas movies now. Um, and uh, I said, Hector, people need to know um, that it doesn't start at the top. It starts somewhere else. And we have documented it for other people who might have a little bit of talent or might want to cross over from one field to the other. This man is so, and his voice and his diction and his talent is incredible. So that's what I, I told him, I funny. said, your, your archive is going to be my present to myself and to our friendship. He's so now, funny to too. Me, He's wait, so funny. You have to give me a present. What? Yeah, I think we talked about 
that you're going to introduce me to Patty LaBelle? <laughs> well, then we have to go to Philadelphia. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. 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 We love Patty. Oh my God, we, we love Patty. We are very dear friends with um, Kim Sledge. Kim Sledge. Uh huh. Of sister, the two of them, Kim and uh, Kathy. Yes. Kim lived one town over. I lived in Doylestown at the time in Pennsylvania, and she lived in the next town. And Ron, you lived a lot of places. We, yes. we, we get it. All the cops are always chasing me. I have to, keep, <laughs> I have to be one step ahead of them. So they, I said to uh, Kathy, I want you and your husband to come over for dinner. I'll make us a lovely pasta. She said, fine, Ron, I'd love it. Then she calls me back. She said, would you mind if I brought Patty LaBelle? Oh, I dropped God. my cell phone. They had to revive me. <laughs> I said to Jimmy, I don't know what I heard. I think I, I think I had a stroke. I definitely oh had a stroke God. because yeah. I heard that Patty LaBelle's coming to our house. Oh my gosh. Eat. Yeah. Or he was I so would have had her sing. But the minute, we moved. The minute I opened the door, I'd say, okay, sister, start singing. Otherwise, you don't get fed. Oh but anyway, God. as it turned out, Patty couldn't. And we had sold our house and we were moving in not that here. Then we were moving here. Yeah. And we had to be oh. here quickly to not to lose this house. So oh. that never happened. So, but, oh, so you didn't meet her? No, he has no. not met her. We have oh. not met I have her. Come, I have come close to meeting her. We come close, but not haven't gotten there yet. No, I know a lot of my friends that know Patty. I love uh, Patty because Patty was so kind to my mother. When Patty's we kind were, to everybody. I was a, a production assistant, and then later on I became a producer at uh, Channel 13. Uh, the national um, the broadcasting unit, you know, public TV in New York. And we had the only show on TV that included black entertainers. This was back in the late 70s. And so we got everybody. And I remember when LaBelle came on. They had Ooh. just, yes. And the three of them came on and she was so sweet, so sweet. Not just to me, but to my mother. And you always remember people who are kind to other people. Yes, absolutely. That's how yes. I judge people. Absolutely. You know? And I have heard only stories from everybody that knows her. Yeah. They all say the same thing. It's She's all true. the kindest, most generous, lovely person. Yeah. I, I, I will meet her before I kick the bucket. Oh, you will. If, I'll no, find if I out have when to, she's back in town. I, I, I know, no, I know where she lives. No, we're moving back to New York. And we go to Pennsylvania a lot because we have friends there. I know her street. It's a very famous street. I intend oh. to drive down that street, go to her mansion, ring the bell, and say, I have been waiting years to meet you. They'll never let you and in. And if you slam the door in my face, I will, I will come. They'll never let you in. They'll think you're like, no, I, I'm going to say. I know, I know. He just has to have that, though. No, he has no, to have he that. And I will say, if you, if you don't talk to me, I'm going to kill myself on your steps. So, no. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I want to make a comment about you, though, because one thing about you, you've had, you know, just by looking at, at your, at because your, I don't know what that Amen show is. I, I, I've never actually saw that show. Um, you have to look at one or two uh, episodes. I, oh, oh I, I absolutely will because if he it likes so it, I know well I like written. it. But yeah, that it means is. you. Wait a minute. Way before its time, the messages were subtle, but enough for some dummies yes. to get. I don't know yeah. who. I mean, yeah. back in those days, there weren't too many. Uh, uh, Hang on, pro black you're taking people. that. You're taking that out of my like thing, though. So no, like... we have to get real about okay. it. But it showed 
the world. It had George Jefferson in it, right? In that picture. It looked well, like wait Sherman a Hemsley. Yeah, Sherman yeah. Hemsley. Yeah, I've met him. He's super nice. Yeah. Well, he's no it was, longer here. It was, yes. We so met him a long time ago. Yes. It yes. was early black TV showing the world what yes. black people really like. Yes. Yes. And it. it was received beautifully. Well, the reason I brought I it up. I raised my kids on that show. We used to lay in the den on the rug, put your show on. My my daughter, Leslie, loves you. She wrote it oh. on my Facebook page. Yeah, she said, oh, daddy, I love her. My oh, daughter's 54. She still calls me daddy. No, Leslie does. Because she grew up with your show. And oh, anytime so she that was you like were, a little Thelma, too. She was, no, yes. no, no, no. She was about seven or eight, nine, maybe. No, but uh, in terms of calling... Little girls who have their daddies and who still call them daddies. Yes. It's a very affectionate. Yeah, she's very affectionate. People laugh at it because she's 54. It doesn't make any difference how old you're still her daddy. But we're, right. at, we're out in public. Right. We're out in public, and she'll say, "Oh, daddy, get me something—a Coca-Cola." I say, "Leslie, can't call me daddy in public." <laughs> she said, "She said like hell, I won't." Of course I will. So I want to go back though, because my what year wait, was? I what year, add, wait, wait, no, I was in the middle. And you I'm interrupted. excited. What was Amen? What year excited. was Amen? In the late seventies. Eighty-six to ninety-one or ninety-two. We oh. had five seasons. Okay, so basically. Oh wait a minute. So Leslie was sixteen, fifteen, and sixteen when we watched it. Okay, wow. so either way, in the eighties. So yeah. that means you're 80, so 85 is 15. So that's like 35 years ago, and you don't look like you aged a day. No. Well, thank um, you. Which is it so hard. I just love more men now than I did back then. I had a few men then, but now I have many that I loved. That's See good. That? Lucky you. That's that, a big that, difference. Everybody as long wants as you, As long as you're in love with somebody, you don't age. I okay? believe that. I, I believe that. that. And you Hello. always look, Anna, you always Anna, look fantastic. Anna, everybody wants to know, where are you from? New York City, Harlem. What? Where in Harlem? Um, 122nd and 123rd on Lenox Avenue. Okay, I know it well. Yes, I, Actually, I, used, I read. I used to go up to Harlem a lot. I when went. Did, to, did you go? I went. I'll tell you. I went to see Mars Mabley, Was it? Oh yes, when she the used lady to be with, the Apollo. The that's right. The old lady without teeth. Right. I sat there. I could have peed myself. She yeah. was. Yeah. The Funniest of funny people. We yes. used to go to the Apollo to see the Platters. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Everybody perform. All the black performers at the. I, I, I used to John, always watch Johnny Mantis never got there. I don't think because if no. he was, if he was, no. I would have been making out with him. But <laughs> no, I love no. When people, That's his absolute oh, favorite. Yeah. Johnny Mathis is his favorite but I, singer. I, I, no, of but all I, time. I, I've met Johnny three times. We would have to call you a slut, Ron. I've met is wrong with you. Too much love. Johnny Mathis and Cary Grant. Those are his two. No, I met I met Johnny three times. Oh. Oh yeah. And I would love to meet him. Yeah. Oh, he's a doll. He's very shy. He's very yeah. sweet. He's very soft-spoken, and he doesn't like to be handled because I gave him a big hug, and he gave me a dirty look. And oh. I said, oh, what's a dirty look for? I said, I love you. I can't help it. And then he smiled. He said, hug me again. So oh. he's a sweet. I met him in the supermarket. We were shopping oh. together. <laughs> and I no, this is true. And I said to him, Johnny, how come nobody's coming over to you? He said, they don't know who I am. I said, are you kidding? Johnny Mantis is the greatest singer in the world. Now we're at the checkout. And I said to the checkout boy, do you know who this is? He said, no. I said, this is Johnny Mantis. He said, well, how do you do, Johnny Mantis? He didn't know who Johnny was either. Wow. So on the way out, I said to Johnny, it's amazing. You've sold more records than Frank Sinatra. 
You're the greatest singer in the world, the most famous man as far as I'm yeah. concerned. He said, Ron, they only know me from years ago. The young don't know who I am. But we know his voice. I don't think we they know, know that either. Oh, with the songs, his yes. Is in all of our nervous system. Because when that man sings, there's something that happens to you. Everybody got pregnant. Have, got, <laughs> that's what happened. Everybody got knocked up in the backseat of the car when Johnny was on. What are you kidding? He, I swear to God, he's responsible for more babies than anybody I know. He has something in his voice that just makes you stop and he's open heavenly. this thing up. He's heavenly. We have every We're record. Rock that every and one. It is heavenly. And I mean, back then, this man had a hit every three or four months. Every, 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 every three or four months. So we might not know how he looked. Because remember, a lot of those guys didn't do a lot of TV. Right. You know, there wasn't a lot of places for the entertainment, for especially black entertainment. Johnny wasn't considered a black singer. He was considered a singer. That's how I, can, him, I yes. thought he was a hot guy, period. Well, he was gorgeous. He was gorgeous. Young and he was and pretty, when he was young, when he was voice. young, he had a yeah. body on him. He was a hottie. Oh, so who hold on. discovered Johnny? I don't know who discovered Johnny. I, all I know is that he was a church singer. Oh. And, his, and his father was kind of not happy with his going out to be a singer. And somebody, a producer somewhere, got him. And his first record, I believe, was um, duh, 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 Some Quiet Evening We Stop. Uh, uh, what the hell was that song? I know oh. the lyrics. I don't know the title. <laughs> but anyway, that was his first song. And he went on the Ed Sullivan Show. I was 16 years yeah. old when I saw him. And I fell in love with him at that time. Yeah. And I followed his career all his life. Johnny is wow. four years older than I am. And uh, I look forward to seeing him. I met him up in Simi Valley at the okay. golf club. We lunched with a bunch of people at the same table. He was quiet. Oh. He didn't talk a lot. But he he was there. He didn't ignore us. He, yeah. was, every, he was every moment in the moment. He just didn't have too much Let to say. Let me tell you, I love the way how he handled when his house burned down. And he yes. lost all of the archives and the this and yes. that. But he stood there outside. He says, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm and you know what he, here. you know what he, I, I found out about him? What? He's, I shouldn't say this. He never cared much for Diana Ross. Oh. And, <laughs> and Diana Ross built a house up at Sunset oh. Plaza Drive where he yes. lived. Right in front of him, so tall that she blocked his view of the ocean. Oh. <laughs> Is that and, why he didn't like her? No, he didn't like her because Diana Ross said, Johnny Mantis did everything but steal my dresses. <laughs> She's speechless. That's anyway. a little tea we didn't know. Okay. Well, you know what? Johnny and Diana at, at the time were the top entertainers. The Supremes were like Supreme. And Johnny yeah. was Supreme. And I think there was a bit of uh, jealousy on Diana's part because she never really made the 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 money or the albums that he did he has a million albums out yeah but he had a voice too yes yeah well diana ross sounded like every other little girl from a project screaming yeah yeah, yeah. You know. and she was she was a baby she was 16. i think one of the problems is a lot of young people don't study the history many times of people who came before them absolutely no, but right. some people are just bitches. Uh, <laughs> no because listen to me i can't say who but related, right. rela a relative of Barry Gordy's came to our house for dinner with another friend of ours. And we spoke of Diana Ross. 
And after some of the stories she told me, I liked her even less. She's not a nice person. She's not you. Well, she's Aries. <laughs> Aries are a little different. No, you know? she, no. So what are you? No, you know what's I'm wrong. Li- you know I'm what, Libra. You know what's wrong with Dinah Ross? What? She's a black woman who thinks she's white and she's a racist. <laughs> no, she's not a racist. She thinks she's white. She only marries white men. She only wants to live in a white well, the world. One man that she wanted to marry wouldn't marry her. Yeah, that was sad. Nobody knocked her up. They did. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Necessarily want to marry you. That's the problem. Yeah, that's terrible. If she had married him, her life would have been there. She would have been nice. Well, yeah, I, I bet you're right. I, I, I think you're right. No, but I have yeah. a per, I have a personal story, but it's a long one, so yeah, I don't, don't want to go into that. Where, anyway. where she? Well, we Jimmy only want to talk about. She was. A, I story. only want to talk about nice things. because yeah, this, this is, is this not a nice story. No, this is a nice story. Yeah, well, I want to talk about. No, I want to talk about her story. She abused a bunch of gay people, caught street in a gay bar. That's a very nice story. No, it's not. The fans so that anyway, made her, the gay men that made her, she abused them. I want to go back to Anna now. What? What? The gay men who what? Who, who made her? her. Gay oh, men no, love yeah, Diana yeah, Ross. Yeah, I mean, every every yeah. queen I know sings. They're so, all oh, dread yeah, doing no, Diana. They wanted to be Diana Ross. Are you kidding? I know that. Come I on, loved yeah. her voice. I loved her but music. Is it abuse or maybe she didn't know? Because you're talking about worldwide attention. Many human beings are not trained on how to deal with that kind of fame, their persona, their persona that big. That's why God doesn't let you see how wonderful you are. I went to a Stevie Wonder concert years ago and there was like a hundred thousand people in the stadium and they, everybody had a candle and they were singing the words to his song. And I thought, wow, thank God this boy can't see it because it's overwhelming. You don't know what to do. When people say, oh, I sold 100 million records, we can't imagine 100 million people knowing and liking us. The mind can't work that way. You know you have money. We say, oh, I have a million dollars. But I don't know what a million people look like. Well, I can. can, I think you're right. You're right. I I, I don't know whose life I affected. Somebody said, oh, I start dressing different after I kept seeing you on all the shows. And I said, really? Because we're still surprised. I affected you. You don't know. You don't get that kind of information. So Diana might have been, she's a girl from the projects. And, you know, she was young. He trained all of those singers. I agree. They don't know how to deal with it. I agree. But I want to say something. We have over 5 million people all over the world watching you now. Wow. And from now on, I want you to call me Mr. Russell. (laughs) 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 Nothing went to my head. What oh, do I'm just you used do to it. With him? You know what? I'm just like used to it. So I Listen, was actually, hang on, I, wait. I have to have a hug from her. When am I going to see you? Oh, well, we're still talking to her, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> that. So, so listen. So first of all, I want to know, because, you know, you came from a good family. Your family seems supportive from what I read online. Oh, yeah. And that your mom knew that you were destined for great things. And you went to school in Sweden. Like, what made you go to school in Sweden? Was that I real? Maybe that's not even real. Sweden. I went to Sweden to find watch Igmar Bergman's movies. Oh, wow. And let me tell you, the best thing that happened to my life this week, I finally met Lee Ullman, the woman that inspired me. 
Sure. To, to go to Sweden. You know, when you're in high school, you see all the foreign films. And this woman I thought was the most incredible, beautiful actress in the world. Of course, I didn't realize that we did look a little different. So when I decided to advance my career, I said, I have to go to Sweden because that's the kind of acting I wanted to do. And this week at the governor's ball, my dear friend Samuel Jackson got an honorary uh, Oscar. Love him. Good and for him. Leave was, she got an Oscar and they were standing on stage. And I went over to take a picture of him and I said, Sam, you must tell Lee, Miss Ullman, that she inspired me to become the kind of actress I did. And she walked over. She said, really? I said, yes. I said, I even moved to Sweden uh, to, to do what you were doing. And God is so funny. He gave me a prize because he got me. Igmar was dead by the time. Uh, I grew up and I was in the business, but right. I got to work with Sven Nyquist, who was his lighting designer and did all of his movies. I did a movie with him and I said, I dreamed about working with you. And look, the dream came true. So I met Liev and Sven. So life is interesting. Life I is love it. If, if, yeah. if you dream and hard enough, I believe, yes. and if you wish hard enough, as a yes. young kid, I was madly in love with Sophia Loren growing up as a teenager. Yeah. Well, I, I made a movie with Sophia. My very oh. first well, my very first movie I was in was titled That Kind of Woman with <gasps> Tab Hunter, who oh, Tab, yeah. remained, Tab remained my lifelong friend until he passed away. Wow. And Sophia was absolutely, I was 19, she was 26. And I was, in, I, I couldn't even, I played a soldier. I mean, I, I followed her around that I thought they were going to arrest me for, um, what is it called when you chase somebody? What do you Stalking. call it? Stalking. Stalking. Well, yeah. I, wound up, I wound up sitting next to her in George Sanders' chair, and I began speaking to her in Italian, and she starts to laugh. She said, my name is Rolando. She said, Rolando, your Italian is as bad as my English. <laughs> so we had a, a we, we, but we spoke. She spoke yes. half-ass English. I spoke half-ass Italian. Yeah. She was absolutely charming. We but did isn't four... that wonderful when you meet somebody that you dream about? Oh, or... I was madly in love. What dream? Oh. I wanted to marry her. Run to Italy. Yeah. No, life is wonderful. You are a very romantic man. I'm Italian. And you stay in love. I'm Italian. Sophia Loren was the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. Oh, Those eyes. When I looked at her yeah. eyes, I used to melt. Wow. So we, had, we did four days. Central Park one day and Grand Central Station one day. And, and when the movie was over, I was heartbroken. It was like she divorced me. I went, I know, I really, I went she and kissed went, him and he didn't wash his face yes, for a month. When she said, <laughs> no, no, I, she kissed me on this cheek, like Italian style. And a little uh -huh. bit of her, her pink lipstick was there. I ran home. My mother wasn't home. I ran to my Aunt Millie's house. My cousin Bertha was there. I ran in screaming, look, Sophia kissed me. Look at her lipstick. I'll never forget that. And my mother said, oh, grow up. I said, grow up. My mother was a tough New Yorker. So anyway, said, grow up. I want to go. Okay. So you have all these like wonderful projects. And I something I always like to ask actors and actresses. Um, I just want to say something. See, folks, the night at the penthouse. This is how we behaved and spoke. Now you know why I'm so crazy about it. Absolutely. So, okay. So you've done so many things over the last 30 or 40 years. Really, yeah. I mean, because really big things. Like uh, every movie you're in practically is like an A-plus list movie with the biggest stars in the yes, world. Yes, but Jimmy, I'm interrupting you. you. No, don't interrupt. No, I am. When are you putting her in a movie that I'm in so I could play opposite? I'm working her? on that. Okay. okay. See that? 
Uh, I want to work with that. you, Anna. I need that on film. Uh, I, so, when, I, when I'm dead, they'll have history. We'll have Ron Russell working with Anna. And Maria Horst. I love oh, it. That's right. I love it. So, so, let's, uh, so bucket list, male and female actor that you have not had an opportunity to work with, which I know your list is like incredibly long with who you've worked with, but who are two people that you think, oh, my God, I'd really love to work with these people, and I have not worked with them yet. And then number two, if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in? Oh, gosh. I, I try to live with no regret, which is all the movies that I didn't get a part in. I said, I guess I wasn't supposed to meet them yet. Yes. You know what I mean? I really I, I do. No, but, this is, but this question is more of like a fantasy, not one that you auditioned for and didn't get in. Just like, what's uh, a movie like? Oh, my God, I would have loved to have been in A Christmas Carol or Oh, my God. And, you know, just thinking back as fun. This isn't like a... Uh, Anything with Igmar Bergman. Okay, that's I good. Mean, yeah, um, I just, yeah, I mean, there, there's certain actors that you just want a moment. Now, I've worked with Meryl. Um, again, see, it's interesting because the most interesting thing for me is not the end of the movie. It's the conversation that we have when we're filming the movie. Yes. I remember on the set with um, Mickey Rooney, he started telling stories about old Hollywood and what they used to do to little to him and Judy Garland and the kids when they were filming. Not nice stories now, not yes. nice stories. And you sit there and say, oh, wow. I mean, that kind of history you go, Oh, he said, if you missed your lines too many times, they would put you in a big box, like a moving box, a little black box with no light. And you had to stay in there for a few minutes until you would concentrate enough to remember to your, your lines. Line. And Ron would be in trouble. <laughs> He'd be in the box all day. <laughs> well, I'm 81. But can you imagine? I mean, again, you start listening, you start hearing the reality of what all these human beings went through to pay the price to entertain us. Not to say they shouldn't and the what, but those are the moments that I love. Now, who has a secret that I would like to know? I don't know. I have to think about that. I'm going to think about that, Jimmy, because I never thought about it before. Okay. Really okay. Well, while you're thinking about that, Jane Russell was my best friend forever. We hung who? out together. Jane Russell. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. And yes. Jane and I would have long talks at night by the fire, and she would talk about old Hollywood. And I said, what was it about Hollywood that made you hate the business so much? Oh. She said, well, they wanted me to bend over, pick up a bucket, and the camera was there. They wanted me to bend over. They wanted me to roll over. They wanted me to go without a bra. They wanted me to wear a blouse oh. that got wet. She was so sick and tired of Howard Hughes and everybody exploiting her bosoms. Yeah. Jane, what size bra were you? And she said a 36B. No. Yeah, that's all she was. If you watch my interview on YouTube, you'll hear Jane say it. She was a 36B. And those and, were considered big tits then? Well, it was, it, <laughs> yes, indeed. And they exploited her. And they never gave her a chance to be the actress the that actress. she was. Yeah. I mean, wow. and she was sad about that. Then she told me stories about Judy Garland's suicide attempt. A lot of Hollywood stuff that I'll never reveal some of it because yeah. it's really it's really too gross. You know, I, I yeah. don't want to do it. Yeah. But Hollywood then was no picnic, and it still isn't a picnic. It's not a picnic. I mean, I don't 
think, you know, people see the good, they see the end of the movie. Right, exactly. Very few people get to see the beginning of the movie. And, right. du and during the movie, the and, makeup and right. of the movie. But it's, it's, it's sacrifice. I mean, we pick, it's the only career you can join without an invitation and you can leave and retire without sending a notice to anybody. It's on you. How much the human spirit can take. How much a lot of these people got into it because they were supporting families. And you think about little kids, okay, that have to support an entire household. And even though you want to play with your friends outside, you say no. You know, what's his name? Um, Gary Coleman was saying, you know, they wouldn't let me play. Todd Bridges told me one time, he says, you know, we couldn't have play dates. And because he had just gotten, he had a double, uh, he had a double organ transplant and the parents were scared that if he wrestled or if he played this or played too rough, you might interfere with his medical condition. Right. So part of it is they're trying to keep him alive. And the other part is he's still a little boy. You can't say we're scared because you're supposed to die by the time you're 19. Right. Okay? Well, we, we have a friend. What's his name? The one that was sexually abused, the kid actor. Our friend, the kid actor, who was sexually abused. The know. famous one. He was on our show. Well, a lot of people have been sexually no, this, abused. Oh, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman oh, yeah. is a darling friend of ours. Yeah. And I forgot his name. I apologize. It's Corey. Anna, well, you're forgetting I, a few names today, so he, he'll forgive you. But no, Anna, Anna, <laughs> I, Anna, I'm on the air 14 years or more. Yeah. I have interviewed over 4,000 people. Yeah. I yeah. cannot remember names anymore because my brain can't tolerate it. So I apologize right. to anyone. It's not because the lack of your stardom that I forgot it. No, it's because no, I'm old. no, no, nobody you know. should be that anyway, sensitive. Yeah. yeah, anyway, Corey Feldman has come up with stories about what they did to him in television. Wow. Drug him up, pump wow. him up, make him look work. It was hideous that yeah. that was still Same happening. Same kind of stories that you hear about Judy Garland and all yeah, those kind of people did, nowadays. But, but not in these days. These days, I thought there was laws about it. Well, there are laws, but there's still parents and there's still money. People still greedy. You know what I mean? People are still greedy. They make sure you have your your schooling because Gary claims that he should have been more educated than he was. But again, are we mad at the parents because they did nobody who had double or triple organ um, transplants live beyond 19? And I remember he was doing a commercial and the word must have gotten out to him and he kept stopping of one sentence which was about his future and finally he broke down and started crying and everybody's saying what happened what happened so we don't know because we're still as you said in the beginning we're still human yeah. regardless of how much fame well, how much money you make yeah, we are well, still human yeah absolutely i think and though life and death is scary to everybody who comes to earth because we don't know we go to sleep tonight i hope i wake up in the morning i told god he had to keep me alive until i do jimmy and ron show i said listen <laughs> we want you to be forever. forever we but want I you to be forever today Okay. I am gonna, and I'm saying to God, I want you to keep me alive so I can hug this girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now listen. With her in, in now listen. When, that's right. When, yeah. when you when you were oh absolutely. Yes. Uh, when when you were young and quite beautiful. Yes. Did you have to go through the sexual uh, encounters or whatever it was that they wanted you to do, like you know, sleep with me and you'll get the part? No, I never 
slept with anybody unless I wanted to, and there was nobody in showbiz. Good. For, that no. was smart. That was smart. Well, you know what? I think people predators know who to bother. Yes, I think I you're agree right. With that, they know who's I looking for. I think they it. know who to get. Yeah. If you're talking about a little child from Harlem had a big gap in my mouth, I thought I was cute. And no, 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 we don't do that. You know, we don't do that. And it's not even, it doesn't go in your mind. I was so focused on, I wanted to be an actress. I remember one time a guy was at a club and he tried to hit me and I grabbed his hand. I said, oh no, I might go to Hollywood. You can't touch my face. <laughs> no, let, let, let's slow it down. I love I was it. So, really? I was so into this just in case. A friend of mine, when they were going through the drug agent, I never did drugs. And a girlfriend of mine, she said, oh, she said, we went to this orgy. Do you want to go? I said, oh, no, 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 no. In case, I'm not sure, but in case I become a star, I don't want anybody to blackmail me because then I'd have to pay somebody else to kill them. So, yeah. no. so You're one my, tough girl from Harlem. Well, You're one I, tough girl. I never boy. got into a fight, but I always had this thought, just in case. I wasn't sure I was going to become one, right. but just in case I become famous. You are I right. don't want no foolishness. <laughs> so I didn't go to a lot of parties. Never did drugs, never drank. I said, nah, no, 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 no. I was saving myself for the dream I had in my That's head. That's so funny. I love that because, you know, I... Well, it came true. I, 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 I will see. I'm not... Uh, I wasn't an actor, but I grew up thinking that if I did drugs and I drank... That I, because I was relatively intelligent in school. Like I graduated like fifth in my class, and oh. I would, and my parents would in tell Florida, me in Florida, in Florida, in New York, he would have been last. No, I went to University of Florida. It's a great school. <laughs> Everybody, anyway, oh, the worst, the worst school so, system so in the world. I, I graduate, I graduate, but I, my parents would tell me things though, like you know, if you do drugs, it'll kill your brain cells. And already I was upset that I was number five and I wasn't number one and that there was wow. four people better. Yeah, but so I, I never did any drugs. And still, I never, even now, and I And I was told if you masturbate, you're going to go blind. That's not true. Jimmy, where are you? <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, where are you, Jimmy? Where, where's the TV screen? Is Anna on the screen now, Jimmy? I can't see. You gotta like love that though. Oh, so what do you have coming? What do you have coming up? Believe, huh? Yes. What do you have coming up? What am I gonna see next? I have one more movie coming out called Me Time with Kevin Hart and Regina Hall. Oh, very good. I play her mother. Uh, John Amos and I play her mother. I mean, John Amos. He plays her dad. Her parents. And that I don't know when that's coming out, but we just finished it a couple months ago. Okay. So. Look out for that one. I don't know if Be Positive got picked up yet. We don't know. What is it called? Be Positive. Be Positive? Uh -huh. I'm in a movie that we're going to shoot soon called O Positive. O Positive? No, it's not O Positive. No, it's Negative. It's type O Negative. Sorry. Wrong blood type. You got to like love it. So how was how did you like cuz we didn't see when it came out The Bitch Who Stole Christmas. Were you happy with it? I loved every second. We know it'll come out at Christmas again, so we'll see it when I it comes out. I loved every second of it. And I have to tell you working with RuPaul cuz Ru came in at the end and shot all of her scenes, so we had to go over the scene she had a stand in before cuz she was still doing Drag Race. Right. And so she came at the end, so we had to do all of her scenes. And she 
he is the most incredible human being who is so grateful for everything that has happened to his life. Good for you know him. what I mean? And, well, let me tell you something. Yes. Years ago, I did drag on nightclub. I impersonated oh. Jane Russell. That's how we got to meet. And oh. back in my day, drag queens were beaten up. You wow. were beaten up. You had to be careful if you got in drag before your performance. And also during your performance, you were worried that somebody in the audience would get up and no. beat you up on the. Yeah, they'd beat you up or hit throw a beer bottle at you and scar you. Yeah, they there were a lot of uh, men out there who were straight, and suddenly got turned well, they on by. Straight, a, if they came no, no. to the club to see you. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. They came. No, he, he, no, no, I, he I, performed. I, he performed in straight clubs. Straight clubs. And they came with their wives to see you, and they be like dinner clubs. Supper and clubs. sometimes they got an erection from you, and they couldn't deal with it. He why? was gorgeous. In other words, why? Uh, I'm a man, straight. Why am I getting an erection from an man in a dress? So oh they became God. hostile and angry. And sometimes, if there were gang of guys, they'd meet you outside on the way to the car, beat you up. So we always had to have oh security. That's why RuPaul is grateful, because today he's a respected. Um, female person, no female illusionist, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who was respected. And you know what? We went to RuPaul's convention. He has like these big conventions right. that he does, and we had press passes, so we didn't have to wait in line. And and I, when I tell you that there was eight or ten blocks of people lined oh up my. outside to go meet RuPaul, and everybody said that he was incredibly fabulous. Like RuPaul has put drag on the map to theater. Yeah, legitimate. He, and- he, he took it out of being a. Uh, a weird faggot dressed as a girl wow. in, into being a performer. But wait a minute. Tell me, how did you protect yourself? I mean, well, I'm no, I'm from Brooklyn Rockwood and I, I grew up with famous people like gaudy people. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and I, and, and my father was very good friends with a lot of people and the clubs that I worked in, they were notified who I was, and they would never tell my father. And I warned them to never, never tell my father right, what right, I right. do. Right. I had protection. One time, I was working the town and country club in Brooklyn, and I was assaulted by a man who ripped my gown trying to grab a breast. Oh my and gosh! I, well, and I told him, I said, "Listen, if you tear my tits off, you could bring them home." cut the bags open, pour the lentils in water, cook for an hour, and you make a nice soup. <laughs> I mean, that's what my tits were, bags of lentils, you know. Wait, you made your own tits? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, of course, of course. You should see him in drag. He oh, I, I really look good. Smoking, I really, he's I, smoking hot in drag. I was skinny and young. Who's not smoking when you're wow. skinny and young? And then another time I had a, a, a guy drive me uh, to my car, and he wanted certain things done from me and i said listen buster forget it and the guy persisted so i beat him up <laughs> in drag in drag i did Boy, in the car yeah i as he was yeah as he was driving i punched him on the side of the face the temple and then i proceeded to bunt, beat him and kick him i had big spiky high heels on and i punched <laughs> i punched his left lung i think with one of my heels <laughs> Unbelievable, but it gave young, young people. I think this is what, for me, the power of RuPaul's acceptance. It made young people who felt 
this thing in them that they might not have known what it was, whether it's gay or drag or something, it made them understand that they weren't the only one. And that they had a right to be. And they had a right to live because the idea of this young people committing suicide is oh, devastating now, to me. Now you're terrible. Talking, now that, that that's my cause. I'm a great. Yes. Uh, I fight it all the time. I talk about suicide to all the young people yes. all the time. Um, I was never a woman or thought of being a woman. Right, right, right. In, in fact, when I took my drag off, I would go in the shower, look down, and say hi, boys. I was uh-huh. happy to see the jewels. I never thought of changing. I never yeah. lived. I never lived right. as a woman. Right. I only was became Jane on stage. Right. So I understand some of my fellow workers, one in particular, this guy was gorgeous as a a woman, and he lived as a woman. And he used to talk to me in between rehearsals and stuff. And I'd say, but what makes you think you're a woman? He said, I am a woman. I said, no, yeah, you got a dick. He said, yes, I have that, and I don't like it. And I wish it was gone. He said, I am a woman. I said, how's that? He said, well, I don't think like you, Ron. He said, you take off your costume and you're a guy. If I took off my dress and stuff, I'm still a woman. Right. And he behaved like a woman and he was beautiful. Gray, his name was Michael Gray. That was his name. Stunningly beautiful drag wow. queen. We don't care, so. Wow. We, we, Jimmy has to talk. Oh, real quick. No, no. I just wanted to mention the RuPaul thing because I was a clothing designer before, for oh. many, for like 25 years. I had stores all over Florida and I made and I dressed a lot of entertainers. That's how I met so many entertainers. Yeah. And, um, and for me, Clueless, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Clueless, yeah. but uh, for my age demographic, that was like the fashion movie of like, you know, because yeah. they wore all the right. stuff. And RuPaul had a song. That's how I first found out about RuPaul is he had songs on the soundtrack. Um, right. Uh, work it, girl. You better work. work. It, work yeah, it, yeah, that. And and uh, and so like ever since then, I've been a huge fan. I've met him several times and uh, always very gracious to all the fans. Um, and yeah. everybody who like who supports him. So but I think he's, he's a fabulous human being. You find out how people deal with their celebrityism or their stardom. What if they're pretty bitchy to to their audience? They were pretty bitchy before they became the star. Too. Yes, I think you're a right. Lot of people, and you don't really make a change. You I really think you're right. Well, I have to de- I have to defend that. <clears throat> so many people came from poverty, families that did drugs, drank smoked were crude rude ignorant super religious yes yeah, or, or just nonsense and these people grew up wounded yes disliked they felt like shit. nobody liked yeah. them they were common yeah. they were low class they were trash now yeah. now they become superstars right they have mansions they live in limousines yeah. of course it goes to your head I wish it would but go to some my don't head. Don't forget the pain that they experienced. You're right about because that. Some they people are... still live with that pain, and they strike out when they, the look, time look, comes. Marilyn Monroe lived with that pain all of yeah. her life. Yeah. That she was well, sexually yeah. abused as a child. Well, her mother was insane too. Right, but she and was a, a ab- times, an abused child. A lot of times, you know, it's painful when you don't have the right parenting. And not to blame parents for everything, but she was a foster is, child. Yeah, you know, if, she, if she, your mother's mentally ill, all you want is your mother to get well. All of us want mommy to get well. You're right we about that. That was not Marilyn's case. Jane Russell made a movie with Marilyn Monroe called Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Oh, and yeah. they were, and they were friendly. So I used to quiz Jane about Marilyn. 
And Jane would say to me, Ron, she was a very sick person. You have no idea how really bad she was. She was so sensitive. We all had to, we were forewarned on the set. Be careful what you say in front of her. Don't oh. make her feel like she's not doing the dance step right. Because oh, Jane said they were six weeks into rehearsal. Neither one had danced. Jane had sung before, but Marilyn had never. So Marilyn now is in a movie where she has to sing and dance. And Jane said she, she used to throw up before a shot. Oh my she, gosh. she would run in her dressing room crying because she dropped the lines over and over again. Uh, she was an impossibility to work with. But, J but Jane Russell, being a Christian woman, had a good heart and sort of took her under her wing. But Jane Russell said to me, Ron, Marilyn Monroe was far more screwed up than, yeah. than people know. It yeah. was beyond her being abused. She was oh, yeah, really, a, yeah, yeah. she, was, yeah. a mess. she so, was a mess. So, so everybody, this is Anna Maria Horsford. She's on Instagram. It's at Anna Maria Horsford, yes. A-N-N-A-M-A-R-I-A-H-O-R-S-F-O-R-D. She's been in every fabulous thing that you've ever seen on the planet. Um, you guys see how wonderful she is on the show. Please go out and watch all of her stuff and yes. support her and everything she does because she's just wonderful. We want to thank you for coming on the show. And you're coming back. Yes. And, and I am I, I'm producing nine movies. And when I get to the money ready uh, and I get to a point where I can like cast you, I totally would love to work with you. How I think you're fabulous. You keep up the energy. Oh, you know, that's just because what else are we going to do? Sit in Palm Springs and rot with the, with, the, <laughs> with, with the orange with the oranges. Get out of here. It's so friggin boring here. Oh, real quick, too. Real quick. I don't know if I had you say hi. Just say hi to everybody in the chat rooms. Hi, chat room people. Love so there's a you. lot of people in there. Yeah, there you go. Listen, people are following the right men. That's all I can tell you. Oh, there you go. Yes. And we're, and we're the you. right men that have the right guests. That's yes. right, because you're fabulous. <laughs> I love that. I'm so happy I'm able to do it today. I cannot tell you. I we, we're very I'm happy, happy too. I'm happier than you are, my sweetie. Oh, all right. I really am. Um, this was a wonderful discussion. I learned it was, a lot. It was a visit. It was a lovely visit. Yeah, I felt like, yeah. Okay. And every, everybody enjoyed it, and I know they want Thank it again. Because, Thank you, my you know, darling. When nice people When nice people get together, we have a nice show. Yes, Absolutely. We, we love it. Now, Anna, Anna, you got a guy in your life, a man, a boyfriend? Um, no, but you know the strangest thing? Every man I've been with is calling me this week. They must have put my name or something on Instagram to say, if you ever slept with Anna, call her this week. <laughs> <laughs> it is the weirdest thing. I mean, years ago, they're calling. Is this my Anna? And I don't bring up stories of why we broke up. Right. But it is so wonderful to remember the good part when it was good. Absolutely. And a well, lot maybe, of them were good. Maybe, you know? maybe you'll rekindle it. Maybe, who knows? Which one or maybe I you'll, get? Or I'm maybe sure. maybe you'll just like Tinder it for one night. <laughs> we don't know. But there's somebody I've been in love with for a long time. And we're just friends, but I think who knows? Maybe hey. one day I'll put a. Well, poem. why don't we're you, gonna put it out wait, there? Wait, why don't you tell him you're in love with him? No, he knows it, but he's a little nervous about me. Oh. Well, then he must be you know, gay. He must be gay. He has to be gay if he's not in love with you. Oh, oh, <laughs> Maybe that's another angle. <laughs> who knows? Well, I love everybody. I love it. You can be whatever you want to be, sweetheart. There you go. Oh, we man. love you. Thank you I so much, you. Anna. We'll see I you soon. I love you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for inviting you. me. Absolutely. Bye-bye. We'll see you bye -bye. soon. This is my sweet. Oh, God. This
to you. She's I love that. I love that lady so much. I cannot tell you, folks. She is the most delicious, delightful, warm, heart loving, talented, beautiful woman. She, I, I, I consider her a dear, dear friend. So now we're going to bring on our next guest. Yep. Come on in, everybody. Let's see. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. We got a two. Hi. How are you guys? So, Isabel, I have a question. Yes. Before I, before I introduce you, how do I properly pronounce your last name? Is it Karnstein or Karnstein? It's Isabella Karnstein, and it actually comes from a trip, like a series of 60 horror movies. Uh, do you guys know Hammer Horror? Yes, I, I absolutely very well, actually. Yeah, so Hammer Horror had a series of vampire movies, which they covered the book Carmilla. And Carmilla Karnstein was the main character. And I grew up and I loved those movies. It was just like 70s perfection. And so that's where I uh, took on my name from. Kahnstein. I love it. Well, is it that's German. The other, Steen is Jewish. Stein is German. Or did Kahn, I get it Kahnstein, yeah. It, it's yeah. basically originally in the story. It was written by Sheridan Lafanu, who was an no, Irish author. The, the, pronunci the, the pronunciation of the name Stein. Stein is a Jewish person. Ste no, Stein is Jewish. Stein is German. Am I right? Yeah, Con Stein. That's correct. Right. Yes. Okay. All right, you guys. So now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly Ooh. talented and super cool Isabella Karnstein and Michael Corvus. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here. So before I uh, introduce you, everybody, this is this is Ron. He's our cool, outrageous man about town co-host. Yes. Hello, Ron. Hi, Ron. Hi, did you guys hear any of the previous show with Lana? Yeah, yeah. we listened yes, to it. That's it right. Is, so is she not the most delicious person in the world? No, she's so talented, too. And I so sweet and so acting. loving and so kind. Yeah, she's been in everything. I, this is Astro, yeah. our dog. Our, this is Astro, one of our dogs. So now, oh, hang on, wait, wait, wait. And we have a chat room full of people, so please say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. It's funny. Because already they're in there saying, people are in there saying, love your accent. What a beautiful couple. Mike oh, Wagner's there from the Mike Wagner show saying hello. Oh, um, hey, Mike. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, uh, and, so uh, and five people. million people all over the world. We mustn't forget that. That's and our they're, viewing they're extremely audience. Everybody's extremely complimentary on how fabulous. So a lot of the people already know well, who I, you I, are. I'm loving her hair. And I'm going to ask a personal question. You have extensions in that? Or is I that do not your... right now. You know what? You've got a gorgeous you head of hair. I do extensions. And I was feeling that. You don't need them. Look at your head of hair. It's, I used to be Thank a hairdresser. You. I was Thank a hairdresser. You. Wow. That your is hair the best is beautiful. Thing I've heard all day because I was feeling pretty depressed about that. So you, you have beautiful, beautiful hair. Thank you. And oh, Michael, you, you have like a movie star voice. Say something, Michael. Something, Michael. Let, oh, yeah. that voice. Like. I mean, like oh, you yeah. should, you've got a great voice. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is just awesome. I talked to you on the phone. It doesn't stand out as much as it does now, like when you're on Michael, video. You, you do voiceovers? Uh, no, I was in radio for a while, but mostly behind the scenes. I did uh, marketing and promotions. Um, you should but, do voiceovers. Uh, I think I only cracked the mic two or three times. You uh, should though. Uh, you should, you should, you should definitely do yeah, voiceover. Waste of talent. Yeah. It pays well. It pays well, and it's easy. So, all right, you guys. So, no, wait. Are you all, two connected, married, lovers, boyfriend, girlfriend? We love. We love. Lovers, lovers. boyfriend, girlfriend. Yes. And yes. Everything. You're, you're everything. Yeah, everything. And, and, so, and the dearest of friends. So yeah. Ron knows nothing about you because he doesn't research no. any guests whatsoever. I so, don't want it to be a corny show. Where it's rehearsed. So, and it so comes I'm going to tell everybody. Absolutely. 
So you guys, so Isabella, Isabella is the founder. Well, you know what Isabella means in Italian? What? Is she's beautiful. There you go. Essa and it Bella. works because she's beautiful. Essa, so Essa Bella is she's beautiful. That's you. That your name means she's quite, beautiful. Quite accurate, right? Well, I mean, uh, yes, it's think actually... they named her right. They didn't say Essa Bruta. Bruta <laughs> is ugly. <laughs> That's like hilarious. So you guys, Isabella, first of all, Isabella does have a, a very cool podcast. It's called The Hourglass with Isabella. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, but she's the founder of the Chateau, and Ron's going to find this, um, I think, incredibly fascinating. It's, she's, in, she's in charge of the cat uh, and founder of the Chateau. It's a cat girl magazine. You go to the Chateau.org, and it's the first ever online magazine dedicated to cat girls in the kitten play lifestyle. And she is the Chateau Madame, Madam. Now, explain what the hell does that mean? <laughs> Okay, like, I, mean, to, I always like to do it like this. It's kind of like wait, you, you obviously you is remember. It a, is it like a wait, is it is it a cat house? It's no. <laughs> it's a ma it's an online magazine predominantly. But have you remember Hugh Hefner had Playboy with the little bunny ears? Yeah. It's a female owned, female empowered magazine which is dedicated to fashion predominantly. Oh, the photo okay. shoots around that. But also just the the beauty in an age. I think we don't dress up so much anymore. Which oh, is tell shame. me and about it's nice it. it Did you yeah, see the rags? Nice the rags at the Academy Award. They were. What kind of dresses were those dresses at the Academy Awards? They were horrible. So hang on though, you're missing that. You're missing. No, some I know of what it. she's saying. No, I, no, because like I the love what she does. Like the Playboy yeah. Mansion, they have bunnies. Well, like with she has the chateau, they dress up like cats yes. with like cat ears Listen, and cat tails. It's, cat it's, it's, you know, it's, you know how many bunnies? No. It's all sizes, all shapes, yep, it's all colors. It's diverse. Mm. It's everything. Yeah. So now, Michael, how did you? Get, how to do now? Was she doing that before you met her, or did you help her oh, do that? How did yeah, you yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's how you met me. That, that, that's that's entirely her enterprise. I happened to go down to uh New Orleans once upon a time, well, look at and that. Uh, we had that's a, so know, nice. Same room, met, locked eyes, and uh, then after that, had uh, several years of uh courtship and uh, back and forth, several years of longing to be together. Yeah over a long time and then eventually uh we got our shit together and now we're together yes we are it was a very uh intense and romantic story which someday probably should be written oh so you are lovers you yeah, are lovers. Said, oh yeah, yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah of course oh, yeah I, I was gonna say to myself he must be gay because if he's not gay and he did not love it or he's nuts <laughs> Well, he missed the lover's part. Yeah, I so, will say the, gentle, the gentlemen do like him, though. I will say that. He's quite a handsome chap. Oh, yes. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure I mean, they do. He, he could whisper in my ear anytime. <laughs> with, that vo with that voice, does it turn you on when he whispers how much he loves oh, you? Oh, he, he has an amazing voice. And it's I mean, funny it's, it's sexy. So it's a very sexy voice. Yeah, you talked about oh, voiceover work. Stop, you're going to turn me red. Yeah, he needs yeah. to do voiceover work. You would be so good at it. You're, yes. you're, you're throwing away money, my friend, if you don't do voiceover. Commercial I, I voice. wholeheartedly agree with you. I've, I mean, um, you could sell anything with that voice. You could, the women will buy anything, that, even the gays. Yeah, they'll it. hear that voice, they'll buy anything. <laughs> you should be doing, like, lube commercials and stuff. <laughs> don't be, don't be, <laughs> right, right, right. Don't be vulgar, Jimmy. That's not vulgar. <laughs> Oh, like from like me. They do the from, play from, from me, I critic I critique Volga. No, because they also do. No, like he should have a site where women go on, and he says, 
there was a guy that used to do this years ago on television. He made millions and millions of dollars. You had champagne with him. And he was this sort of attractive guy sitting in a chair. And yeah. he would say to the women, I want to make love to you. I will take <laughs> you in my arms and I will kiss you. I will caress you. And women would tune in like crazy. You should do that. But nowadays you can go further. You could say, I want to suck your nipples. I want to grab your ass. <laughs> because that's what they do today. You can get away with it. You know how many women would be I using their... I take you and pet you on the head and tell you everything is <laughs> Do you right. know how many... Listen, every, every woman has a vibrator. You know how many vibrators would be it's running true, if they watch one. that show? Yeah, they would all be all over. They would all be over. coming all over the place from you. I'm telling you. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. I'm not lying. You can make a fortune of money. You could be a superstar. I'm yeah, serious. Absolutely. I know. I, I like agree. agree with it. So That's now, Isabella, where? For a second. Okay, it's back. Right okay. there we go. Sorry about that. I wasn't it... ducking out out of embarrassment. So no, I thought yeah. you had a, I thought uh, you had a but pee. The screen popped up, and I, so... I couldn't see your lovely faces. So, oh. Isabella, where are you from? So I'm originally from just south of London in the UK. A little part of England called Surrey, so it's about twenty oh, minutes. I know Surrey. Surrey, that's a big place. Uh, that's not, not a little. Surrey is not little by no means. Okay. Well, and specifically, I grew up in Chobham, but I was born in Guildford, so all still Surrey. Yeah, I I go to London quite a lot. And then, and then I've where, got a lot of friends there. Then where, Michael? Where are you from? Uh, North Carolina. Yeah, Asheville, but I, I moved oh, all Asheville over. Asheville is awesome. Asheville is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just... here right now. We love Asheville. The it's Biltmore great. House. Yeah, uh, they, they, they call it the, oh. uh, the, the San Francisco of the South. They like, you know? they like our fireplace. In the oh, Karen. great. This yes. is an 1800s fireplace that was imported from England and brought here to America. That's a true story. I love so Asheville. You know, they, they have great acting. She sounds stores like there. our dear friend Ozzy Azee. She has the same accent as yes. Ozzy. Is Ozzy from that part of London? I don't know. She's from England? London someplace, but I'm not sure. I where. forgot where Ozzy's from, but she sounds just like you. I think it's her. Uh, oh, also, speak. you guys, if you want to follow Isabella, she's she's on Instagram and she's very active. Um, and you just got to remember that Isabella is with two eyes, so it's I S I B E L L A K A R N S T E I N because um, she's got a fun, fun Instagram, so you can follow her there. And, and the website for the Chateau is thechateau.org. Um, yes, and you can is. plug it in and you can actually Isab see the magazine. Isabella, Isabella, what, 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 where did you come from to think that this thing would work? I mean, that took a lot of guts. Yeah, you know, I think uh, growing up in England, I really loved fashion predominantly. I also loved the fetish scene in London which was fan it's fantastic and it's a lot fashion focused so you can have a lot of latex fashion i wanted to kind of bring it more to the mainstream audience and when i first moved to america i was in colorado i was running events i was an event promoter predominantly we did events in la um we did events in new orleans was a big hub for that and of course events like burning man in nevada and being able to explore that's a big event burning man that's a huge event Oh yeah, we actually, we have a camp out there that's called Brulee. It's on the front line of the festival. Uh, I've been doing Burning Man now for over a decade, over 10 years. We have an amazing camp. So if you guys ever want to check it out, it's a great art festival. The people are so kind and inclusive and it's gorgeous. It's just such a, to be out in the desert, is such a beautiful environment. Oh, we live in the desert. What are you telling us? I you hate it. I hate it. We live in Palm Springs. Listen, Isabella. Um, California, yes. Isabella, what's your membership? How many people do you think you have? You know? 
how many people do that's a great question um i don't know offhand because i don't i make i make a point of not checking this information because i think it influences how people act but i do know for a fact in terms of models we have over 471 models worldwide it's international um, wow. We have models from Europe, Africa, Australia, obviously the US, Canada, South America. So I like that it's, it's, you can sign up from anywhere to be involved. You know, it's, so it's, a, it's an international event. Yeah, it's an international magazine, you know, with a focus also, of course, to the beautiful events that we run, which are usually masquerade themed. So we do a lot of costume events with the masks and stuff, you know, which is fun because it's fantasy and it's immersive. And again, we're living in such such a time now where it is kind of depressing and constricted. And so Ugh. my only desire of it is to give people a place to express themselves. Like a lot of people know about the Met Gala, obviously, but not everybody has the opportunity to go and enjoy the Met Gala. With the events I do, if you've got thousands of people and you give an excuse, wear that ball gown, wear that tuxedo, wear that beautiful costume and express yourself like you're in Hollywood, wherever you are. People really want that sometimes. Absolutely. We don't pay enough attention to that. Yeah. You go to Hollywood all the time and they don't even dress like like they're in Hollywood when they're in Hollywood. They They wear a gown with combat boots. Give me a break. So, so I wear a tuxedo it, to Walmart or something. So, in other words, I, I have a wait, question. Is, Isabella, wait, 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 wait. I just wanted... was in fashion, right? I was, yes. Yes, and you would dress the stars and things. Is what yes, I he dressed. Yeah. He dressed Madonna. He dressed um, Elton John. Elton John. He dressed all the big shots. Yes, it was, was fun, it and fun? I loved it. Yes, yeah. and yeah. and I also had a line of fetish wear, and I had a competition cool. of a store called Fetish Factory, and I would uh, dress oh, people. Oh, yeah, we yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Fetish Factory, and I. Oh, used he to, used to we model were, the dildos. I did not, and I. You know, Glenn. Yeah, very well. I know him really, oh, really well. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I, had, I, I had three stores in Fort Lauderdale, and he would throw all his fetish factory parties, and we would dress people for him all the time. Um, and it was yeah, and he's the, a the, very, the, the he's, Western takeover you, they they do in uh, you know hold North on, Miami. Hold there. on, hold um, on, yes, hold on. Yeah. We're married. So? You never told me yeah. you did fetish. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I didn't, I didn't yeah. go to the parties. I you just didn't go to the parties dress fetish? No, I swear can't. To, swear to God. Swear to God, I can't dress fetish. I'm like, <laughs> okay. back then I was like skinny and ugly. Now mar- I'm fat we're, and ugly. We're, you know, we're, <laughs> we're married. I thought maybe he was going to yeah, bring something new in the bedroom. Team. No, no, but yeah. fetish. But, but you know, you know, people have a very big misconception about what that is. They think it's a bunch of freaks. It's all like doctors and lawyers and judges yeah. and. Oh, and wealthy guy. people, it's all, uh, it's all that. like. No, okay, you, you be good. I'm gonna bring uh, my birds out. You'll see. You can meet our birds. See, can... Okay. So, so, so you got, you've got your puppies. I'm not sure if it's picking up on the audio, but we have some, some very loud birds. Oh, okay. Uh, birds. Uh, can you hear them or not? No. No, we can't hear them okay, on our good. side. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, then they we should, should probably worry unnecessarily. Room, in the chat room, though, they're talking about how beautiful the chairs are that you're, that you're sitting in, also. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them they're for sale, five hundred each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? More than that. Yeah, we'll put it on uh, Facebook. Well, more than that, whatever they cost, yeah. put it on Facebook. So, how long have you lived in Asheville? Yeah. Uh, I've been back here for a minute or two. There we go. Come on. Oh, look at that beautiful parrot. A green bird too. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh my gosh! And they like just sit on your hand. They were not cooperating with our plan to. Yeah, you sequester in the other room. Do they fly around the house? 
They do. Yeah, they, they do. do fly around the yeah. house. They're yeah, beautiful. they're free-flighted. They yeah. don't go. Uh, and, and, and is it true they could live like 250 years? Yeah, they could live to 100 years old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100 only. Okay. So what are their names? What are so their names? Scarlet. Just Scarlet. After Scarlet O'Hara. Okay. And this is Emerald. Oh. Emerald. So red Emerald and, and Scarlet. Red and Not red bubbles. And how long have you had them? These are actually babies right now. We've had them a year now. Yeah, coming coming up to a year. They're yeah. One year old. They're little. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. they're adorable. They're smart, right? Those birds. Oh, they're so intelligent. Yeah, they're like Houdini about getting out of the cages. So oh, now, I, now I have to reinforce uh, their. They have very, they very, they have very lovely cages. And when you, when you hear a cage, you, you might have a negative association. <laughs> you know, but they have these beautiful, it's, spacious cages. It's their, it's their... They, and the, the red bird, she'll get out and she'll free the green bird. And she'll be mm -hmm. like, escape with me, sister. <laughs> <It's cute. laughs> oh, my God. They're so beautiful. Now, do either, either, one of, do either, one, either one of them speak? Not yet. Not they're yet. too young. They will. That one screams. Yeah, she's, she can <laughs> scream like nobody's business. She's very I could, I could never have a parrot. I could never have a parrot in this house because the language that we use, the parrot would be repeating it. Oh, they'd learn. Oh. They learn at a party. It would be very embarrassing. At oh, a party yes. when they say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so like African greys uh, have have like the, the largest vocabulary and I've met a couple of those they in my time. They have up to, you have like to. 90 word vocabulary. My mother had one and this, this parrot, she loved, she was a big fan of her champagne, right? If you popped a champagne, the parrot would imitate the cork popping. You're kidding. Yeah. Oh, no, so they can also imitate dogs barking. We mm. had a little dog and I always used to be like, don't bark. The bird would pick up the barking. And when I was outside of the kitchen, the bird would bark like a dog. And I'd be like. And it sounds like a dog? Oh, it's, it's identical. Mm -hmm. You can't tell the difference. It's, it's amazing how they do that with their vocals. I don't know how they do it either, but it's and they're so sweet. Like a lot of people don't realize just how gentle they are, and they, they really, do, they really love it. If you say "kiss me," do they give you little kisses? You can give a give a you can give a kiss. Yeah, I mean they they won't do it on command, but you know they my, are my, my they can be flying bolt covers. Really, yeah, they, they can. can. You know, they can they, take off the whole finger if yeah, they want to, it, or a nose, whatever. Or a nose, <laughs> you know, whatever. so they, they, they wait, 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 they, wait. Hang on, they bite. Yeah, oh, birds, God, oh, yeah. They, they, they have a greater bite strength than an alligator. About, so. What's PSI mean? And you're not worried about putting him so close to your face? You don't mind them being close to your face like that? Yeah, I will because we trust them. They yeah. know us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they tend to bond to like, you know, a couple of people and we're a flock. So, yeah. That's the way our dogs are too. We're like a herd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we have three dogs. This is just one of them because he's the small one, but the other two are too noisy. Um, yeah. but I like love it. Okay, so let's Which is let's, what predicated them being on camera today. So yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, let's get back. Now listen. So if a woman is heavy set, she goes to your magazine yes. and she realizes that being heavy set is not something to be ashamed of, and you offer her clothing, brassiers, panties, bra uh, dresses, stockings, hot sexy high heels. I mean, do you give her a line that she could turn her husband on? You know, sexy so clothes. So essentially what we do, and it's, it's, there is definitely glamour portraits. So there's definitely lingerie if girls want to express themselves in that way. But we also allow photo sets for like full on ball gowns or classical dresses so that girls can express themselves what if they want. Each month we have a theme 
So right now it's spring, we say we want to see like wildflowers and roses and beautiful backdrops that embody everything that's gorgeous about spring. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like that. if you had like a magazine like Vogue, they'll focus on different themes in terms of fashion. We give the models themes, they then go out with their own photographers that they trust and know. They bring back the photo sets, it's 10 photos per set and then they submit them to a magazine and then we release them. And once a month, we pick a model for the cover, which still embodies the theme of whatever the monthly theme is. I like that. Um, but I, but I, I think one of the questions was, I mean, you don't actually provide the, no, the, the, no, the clothing. You know, these are people pick their own wardrobe. Like, and there might no, be. You, 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 you tell, you, listen, a woman that's 300 pounds, you tell her where she can get a size 25 or four, whatever they are, right? It's yeah, it's hard. But it's, I will say, it's very hard because great custom work too. Like I, I, I have a lot of friends that women that have gotten older and they got fat, oh, and they look. find can't they can't find decent clothes, so they it's should hard. get your magazine and you will tip them off it to where they can look good. It's right? very cool. Oh yeah, I, I, I will. I will suggest places. You know, like they're a, a custom. Like I don't know if you know about it. The fairy goth mother in London. They make these amazing. They're based in Camden, London. And they make amazing custom corsets and they are just chef's kiss. So I think the great thing about today's age is people are actually, we are more, a lot more accepting and diverse. So for someone who's a plus size model coming in, it's actually a lot easier on custom sites like Etsy to actually find clothing, you know, which I think is a great step in the right direction. I'm very proud of how the industry is heading and where it's moving towards, truly. Your eyelashes are fabulous. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, years, years ago, <laughs> years ago, a heavy set woman had to go to Lane, Lane Bryant, and they had junk in their old lady dresses. And Lane now, Bryant is that? Give me the English translation. What is that? The Lane Lane, Lane Bryant was a a, a fat woman. Lane store. Bryant was a re retail store. Cool. Retail. Store. It was it was owned by the Limited and Express. It was for very fat women, women's uh, eighteen plus. Uh, and big women okay. and and the and the clothing was very uh old lady horrible now because you're overweight doesn't mean you can't be sexy no and, 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 and hang your tits out and look sexy. Yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Express so, yourself and like heretofore as, as you're referring to it's like you know uh you know previously a lot of things that were available to people uh were, were were very limited and uh that that's but you your know, magazine the shows them about did you hear about lizzo's new show on that note, she's got a new reality show coming out, who? which is he won't know. He doesn't know who is it. He won't know Lizzo. who Lizzo. He won't know who Lizzo is. I know who Lizzo is. Lizzo is a very big, uh, like hip hop R and B singer. She's heavy, very heavy. Yeah, she well, has you a know. new reality TV show coming up, which focuses on that as a plus size being beautiful, and I think it looks really good. So I think it's coming out on Netflix. I don't know the date. Um, but I'm well, get, getting back to your getting back to your magazine, I'm really happy with what you're doing, because Thank there you. was a time when society made women very tall or very heavy feel ashamed. Oh yes. And now, oh, thank yeah. God, we're saying that no matter what you look like or who you are, you can be beautiful. Yeah. And right. I think, and and I, and, and, I you know? and I really support your Love. mag. I support your magazine. That's good. Thank that's you. good. Roxy's putting up pictures and they look great. Yeah, oh, because, really you know, you know, we, awesome. when, when I work on a film, there's a young girl. She's extremely, extremely heavy. I mean, morbidly obese. And she's lovely. And we all love her. 
and now she's lost about 150 pounds. She's heavy set now, but not obese anymore. And I said, is it any different? She said, oh, Ron, you wouldn't believe how nice people are to me now and how things are different. She said, when I was like 280 or 300, people were rude to me, made fun of me. The guys used to make jokes about me. And she's a, you know who I'm talking about? That fat girl yes. in our show, in yeah. our, our theater, when we, go, when we work. Call her that fat girl. Well, she's a fat girl. I'm skinny, she's fat. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the word fat. Fat describes. I'm skinny, she's fat. What's wrong with that? Actually, Teresa you know, says today, IMG now has promoted, they promote big and beautiful. Everybody's too fucking sensitive today about words. I'm 82 years old. I've been using these words for 50,000 years. Yeah, so you use non-euphemistic language. Kudos yeah. to you. Yes, he does. No, so you're fat. <laughs> so I, let's. I tell my daughter Leslie, you're fat. Uh, yeah. you know, fat I, it, look, I've 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 had struggles um, with my life with uh, you know. And what me. do you think? I don't. Oh. I'm Italian. I eat. I can go. Up, <laughs> I can I go love, up. I, I love I pasta love and potatoes. Italian. Oh my god, I got I the worst. Listen, of it. I have been 255, which I look like a horse, and I, now mm -hmm. I'm I'm thin. I diet. I diet all the time, only yeah. because I'm in show business in the movies. They don't always want to hire a fat you, old man. Are you, both, are you both foodies? Do you like going out to restaurants and enjoying good food? You know what? We don't go to restaurants. We don't really go because Ron doesn't like um, how things are made a lot of the times. Uh, you know, like we go to the restaurants and like they don't use good oils. And I mean, no. they use motor and, oil. And they'll call it sauce instead of gravy. Well, yes. not even that. Uh, Italian restaurants, if I'm not in Brooklyn, or Boston, or uh, New Jersey, I won't eat it. Or Philadelphia, maybe. maybe. Oh, Philadelphia, yeah, I love the Italian. Yeah, there food. we go. Thank you. Yeah, oh, so no. I, was, I was married to a Sicilian a long time ago. Yeah, so, no, I yeah. lived oh, we in, lived we there. We lived in Philly. We lived in Doylestown, actually. Yeah. We lived in no, Doylestown I, no, before we any, moved here. Any, any place where there's an Italian neighborhood, the food is good. But the minute you get when, out of that, like I lived in Boca. And my friend Perry said to me, Ronald, oh, darling, there's a restaurant you must eat and the food is divine. That's how she spoke. Very theatrical. Well, we go to this divine restaurant and the sauce was atrocious. So I took her out back and I showed her. I said, see, Perry, this 15 gallon can that's here. That's where the sauce came from. Nobody cooked mm -hmm. it. Yeah. That shit was made in the factory. They send it to the restaurant and they scoop it out and throw it on a pasta, charge you $30 and you're fainting. Oh, I'm fainting already. It's gorgeous. It's divine. You're full of shit. It's horrible. It's not like I yeah, yeah, it's, it's not like I, it, and they use, they, they don't use, they don't who's use a hundred. Uh, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. So, but we they don't, don't use a hundred percent virgin olive oil. Actually, when we go to, when we go to New York, we do go out to restaurants and we live, we have no, like, we live in Palm Springs. We have no Chinese restaurants that, and we, pizzas, that are any good. The and the pizza is, like is atrocious here. It's just terrible. We really miss, like, East Coast everything. East Coast Chinese food and East Coast East Coast Italian food. It has food. to do with the war. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So that, it's kind of upside down. There's no Chinese restaurants. Is there not a Jewish community in Boca? Oh, no, no. no We're in Palm Springs. Full. Bo Boca was full. But oh, in Palm all, Springs. It's all Jewanese food, I call it. Yeah, it was right. great. Yeah. No. Yeah, but no, we're in Palm Springs. I wonder who, which one I, I'm the chef. I, Ron, I'm the I can't cook. cook. I can't cook to save my I'm, life. I'm Italian, and I was raised Italian in an all Italian Jewish neighborhood. And uh, New, I'm in New York from Brooklyn. You know, how much more Italian can you get than that? 
And oh, hold, on, hold on real quick, because we've got eight minutes and I want to talk about our podcast yes. a little bit. So you have oh, a yeah. fabulous podcast called The Hourglass with Isabella. People can see it on spot, hear it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I wrote down it encompasses mysteries, esoteric, occult history, the paranormal and more. Basically, you talk about anything that's like like cool everything. and anything. And everything. everything. So give oh, us yeah, some of the topics. The Titanic to esoteric mysteries. We talk about serial killers. We discuss history, anything, uh, TV shows, anything that's hot right now, we discuss. What are some of your favorite TV shows that wait are hot minute, right wait now? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, when I you... love The Gilded Age. Oh, we do too. And we you did too. Oh my God. And you should be on it. You look like oh, someone who would be on I it. Love, I love the Russells. We are like Mr. and Mrs. Russell right here in the, in the world. Every time the they say Mr. Russell, I say yes. Oh, he's, very, he's very handsome. Yeah. I love that show so much. Mr. And when, Russell. When, yeah. when, when, uh, and I love, what's the other lady? The people who live across the street. Um, oh, uh, the, 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 the daughter. Uh, you, does she got Gladys is the daughter. Van Ryan's. The Van Ryan's. When they yeah, went, the to, when they went to the auction, and that one lady came in, and then the Van Ryan lady says, "Okay, so now let's just go out and roll around in the gutter." I was like cracking up, laughing. I thought that was like the greatest <laughs> line of any show I've ever seen. And you know what? This was true. When, oh, it's, it's based oh no, back in the eighteen, right. back in the eighteen hundreds in New York, if you were not English, you were dirt. When the Italians and the Jews and the, the, the Germans, Astro, went to New York, they were, Astro, they were poorly treated. The snobbery in New York was yes. outrageous. That is based on true fact. That's not made up yes. stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, did you wait? Did you like down? Did you like Downton Abbey when it was on? Because we love Downton Abbey. Oh yeah, we did a podcast on that one. I liked I liked Downton Abbey. I will Loved say it. it was a little close to home for my upbringing. Yes. So I liked it, but it was a little too real for me. So we watched it just recently. We covered it. We did a podcast. I love Julian Fellows as a writer. His stuff is fantastic. You know, so I'm very glad he's doing his new project. But I love the 1880s and Gilded Age because the bustle gowns. And I love the silhouette on the men in the top hats. I love a man in a top hat. It's and so I think, And I think Michelle Doherty was incredible. She is such oh, an yes. actress. She's from Downton Abbey. We I love have her. Seen, I have, I have oh, seen she's her. Amazing. Oh, wait. I saw her playing a lesbian prostitute drug addict murderess. Wow. In a, in, a, in, a, in a series. And she had an American accent. She was fabulous. This she girl, had a series on TNT, and it only did two seasons, but it was one of the best series oh, I've was, ever seen. She was wonderful. If you look her name up, I forgot she, the name of it. but She played this horrific human being. She's quite an actress, Michelle Dougherty. Love her. I would like to work with her one day. I told Jimmy, please put her in one of the movies. I mean, I would love it. Yes. Well, you, you guys do movies as well, correct? Yes, I do. I, I produce them. He, he acts in them. I, I'm in the business 64 years. My first movie, I was 19. <laughs> That's Back a in, great age to be 19, 1959, I was in my first movie. Yes. Yeah, oh, so we, we we work heavily in, in the film and television industry. Um, now I do only horror movies, but I want to get out of it soon. I'm going to be in a couple of films coming up. I can't mention what. Oh yes, but very big, cool. Big big stars, and they're not Hollywood. They're not horror as movies. We say no, no spoilers, as we say. No spoilers. No spoilers. Well, I can't talk about it because the ink is not dry on the contract. But um, <laughs> I, I I won't be doing too many horror movies lately. 
of late. He has okay. one though, because we're doing the new. I, I'm producing the new uh, new Nicolas Cage movie, and he'll be in that. Oh, so you oh, said it. Oh yeah. The... Uh, De- oh no, 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 no one can not say. that one. No, it's okay. called De- it's just called Death Realm. It's a different uh, one. See, I wasn't going to say anything, and he said it. So there no, you it's go. okay. It's public knowledge. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, nobody, yeah, everybody tells me. You, yeah, maybe you signed the NDA, and he didn't. Who knows? No, yeah. they all tell me. <laughs> well, I'm producing it. They haven't done the casting yet, but he will be in it. But I'm producing well, it. Well, I so sleep if... with the producer. Of course I'm going to be in it. <laughs> you know, when, when That's I a good sleep, way to secure your contract. When, when well, if you sleep with the producer, you get in every movie. Hang on. Say that again, Isabella. When I was growing up in England, my father used to work on all of the James Bond movies. And so as a result, he would know the title of the James Bond movie before it was released. And I was a little girl growing up in school, and I would always know the James Bond movie title because he'd secretly tell me, but I couldn't tell anyone. And all of my friends at school would be like, tell us, tell us the name of the movie. And I'd be like, I can't. I'm sworn to NDA secrecy. And they'd be like, What's an NDA? You know, they don't know what they don't know. <laughs> You'll learn about that later. You'll learn yes. Well, kids yeah, don't know about fun. those things. I love uh, the film industry. I really do. I think it's. it's you should be in it, though. Are, you're not an actress. I think right? you wait, should wait, be in on. it. I want to no, interview I'm not. You. I should not be an actress. I'm going it, well, to wait until well, I'm very well, old. You know lady. what? You know what? And then I should be an actress. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you about your day as an actor. You get up at 3.30 or 4 o'clock. You get in your car. You drive to the studio, you go into bullshit, makeup, wardrobe, rehearsal. You sit around for hours waiting for them to set up. They shoot your scene 50 times. Now it's midnight. Yeah. And it's time to go home. But wait a minute. It's time to go home to sleep three hours to get up and do it again the next day. Yeah, that cool time. Mm -hmm. After a week. We were doing a documentary in L.A. and... I went out to Bar Sinister because I wanted to go nightclubbing. My cool time was meant to be in the afternoon, and they messaged me at 6 a.m. and said, can you come on set now? And I thought, oh, God. So I got up with a hangover, went to the set, and luckily they provided this beautiful buffet. And I was like, this is amazing. So I just ate food all day, sat on the set, enjoyed the makeup and hair. I had great fun with a hairdresser. We just It was actually a really fun time. So the takeaway is just go go out get your drink on and uh stay up and uh you'll never miss a call time well yeah. maybe when i was 20. oh speaking not- of drinking yeah so i i i gotta say this i got that uh the, the tech email uh from you and uh that had uh everything on there and it says uh you know make sure you're well lit and i'm thinking well you know okay you know it's like well I'm, no not lit that I'm way well lit after 11 a.m and uh, he should have said like, oh, well light he, oh, he's talking about lighting he should have uh, said well lighting i, I thought you're encouraging me that uh to get my drink on before oh that the was interview. okay like, that was okay you, know, you can do that anyway make sure make sure you're well yeah lighted. right so you guys, please follow Isabella on yes. uh, on Instagram. It's Isabella. Remember, it's I S I Bella yes. uh, Karnstein Stein 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 Karnstein. And then Karnstein. Uh, and if you uh, go uh, on Spotify or Apple Podcast, plug in the Hourglass with Isabella. They have a great show. It's a lot of fun. I've listened to some episodes. Uh, they've got going to have some great guests coming up. So please support them and check out the Chateau.org. T h e c h a t e a u dot org. That is their, um, that is their kitty cat girl magazine lifestyle magazine. It's fabulous. It's something totally unique and original, and I think you guys will love it. And we want to thank all four of you for coming on the show. And I, I would so like good. to say, anyone out there that has a problem with who you are, 
go on her magazine and I know that she'll teach you that you don't have a problem. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so Aww. much. That was incredibly kind. Thank well, you. I, I feel I feel for I have my sister was fat and I know what she went through all her life. And she married this guy that wasn't so hot. And I said, why did you marry him? She said, because nobody else wanted me. Which is terrible. Oh. That's, you know, that's, so, that's horrible. Yeah, it is horrible when you're overweight. Uh, you know, there are a lot of chubby chases out there, guys that love it. But the majority of men, they want... They want skinny women. They want Playboy Bunny. They want her. They want Isabella. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Actually, everybody yeah. loves both of you guys. They both are talking in the chat room how you're gorgeous a, you both are. We have couple. to go, though, because we're out of time. We're out of time. You guys, thank you so take much. Care. Take, take care, baby. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Roxy. Thanks, chat room. We'll see you guys next week with the cast of Dynasty. Yay. Yay. Bye, everybody. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell.